I really want to caffeinate myself and others and support small businesses, but without having to put pants on. I wish there was a way to do that. I know. I'll ask Reflexa. Reflexa, what can I do to caffeinate myself along with others and support small businesses without putting on pants? Here is a targeted ad based on my constant surveillance of your thoughts and actions. Wait, what? Are you looking for a way to caffeinate yourself and others and support small business without having to put on pants? Well, then head on over to DeadlyGroundsCoffee.com. Deadly Grounds Coffee has smooth, rich flavors to satisfy the cravings of everyone on your list. From traditional flavors like pumpkin spice and French roast to more daring flavors like Hell's Fury, Highland Zombie Grog, Day of the Dead Roast, and Witch's Brew. And now, for a very limited time, you can try Butch Patrick's Dragula Dark Roast. Butch Patrick is known around the world for his role as TV's Eddie Munster. And when we deadly grounded him at a horror convention, he became such a big fan of our coffee that he hand-selected one of the roasts to make his very own. With most of the conventions on hold, Butch made available a limited supply of his Dragula Dark Roast, named after one of the coolest cars in television history. Personally autographed for our Deadly Grounds coffee fans. It's a delicious roast, silky smooth with a sweet finish. Perfect for any time of day and great for the coffee and Butch fans on your holiday shopping list. This is only available while our limited supply lasts, so hurry and get yours today. This holiday season, it's time to get a little deadly. Go on, you deserve it. Do you have a hankering for horror knowledge? We have such sights to show you. Do you require raging retro reviews? Do you desire discussions with devastatingly dashing dorks? The Dorkening Podcast Network has nearly 30 shows to satisfy all of your nerdy, geeky, and dorky needs. From horror reviews and celebrity interviews. Hi, I'm Adam Green, the director of the Hatchet films and the star of Allison. Hi, this is Dominic Case, who played the bounty hunter Gecko from The Mandalorian. Hi, I'm Mike Price. I'm a writer on The Simpsons. I co-created Epis for Family. Hi, guys. This is Dee Wallace from E.T. and Cujo. Hi, my name is Kurando Mitsutake, director of Gun Woman and Karate Kill. Hi, this is Samantha Newark, the voice of Jem and Jerrica from the original Jem and the Holograms cartoon series. As well as nostalgic trips into the past, pop culture, the latest in entertainment news, and so much more. Featuring a variety of shows and hosts that will simultaneously enrage, enlighten, and entertain you. Check out the Dorkening Podcast Network. My mom says I'm cool. Available on iTunes, Spotify, thedorkening.com, and wherever fine podcasts can be found. It's go time with Jay and James. I am the co-host, James. And hello, everybody. Welcome. And I am Jay, the other co-host. Uh, the other co-host, the co-host of the co-hosts of Space Ghost co-host. Coast to Coast. Yeah, we just co-host the shit out of this thing. <laughs> so, so uh, you know, as the Patriots are, as the, as the Celtics are out of the playoffs and moving right into uh, the offseason, pretty big breaking news uh, during the morning that we are recording this. Um, news leaked out for the last week, about week or so, you would say, Jay, that Kemba and the Celtics have mutually decided that they were going to go their separate ways. Um, I mean, in, before we actually get into the, 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 the big news of the trade of Kemba Walker, is that something that the Celtics needed to do? Um, is that something that, you know, is going to be better in the long term for them? You know, getting rid of that, you know, getting rid of that contract. Uh, I think, yeah, I think uh, as the season goes along and, and having them not being able to play back to backs, he's kind of unfortunately at what 31, 32 on the 
back nine of his career they they uh, people want to declare um you kind of saw that to fruition over the last you know it's the experiment didn't work and it, it was literally a knee-jerk reaction anyway bringing Kemba to Boston because Kyrie left so we had a big pot of money and a space to fill so guess what we got we did get a at the time an all NBA third team point guard that averaged 20 and 8 the problem was it's karma getting back in my opinion for Isaiah Thomas where we we got damaged goods we didn't get, yep. a, a, you know, and it, it, so to me, the karma train, it cancels each other out uh, that we got rid of Isaiah, you know, thinking we were on the front end of that benefit. And then this kind of came in as Kyrie leaves. We're sitting, you know, Danny's probably like, oh, shit, we have all this money and we just threw it at Kemba. So it was literally a knee jerk reaction in retrospect obviously and everyone knows that that is that is not a uncommon uh a narrative uh we were hoping for that all nba player we didn't get it and there was moments i don't know of his two-year career maybe a dozen games where he was and we won those games and we just didn't have it we just didn't have the continuity of it COVID hits all this lockdown all this stuff happens and, and it's just like Perfect. Stand. I hope I, I love Kemba. I loved him as a UConn player. He was one of my favorites. So I, I hope he goes to Oklahoma, Oklahoma City, and he can end his career happily. And that is a up and coming team. So can he be like a Chris Polish type and help with a couple W's to get him to the playoffs? And, you know, it doesn't matter for them. You know, that that what they all of how the contracts kind of weigh out in the end, It you know, it's. I don't. I don't think there was a loser necessarily in this. In this. Uh, in this trade. Yeah, I mean, and the details of the trade are um, pretty easy. It is the Celtics are trading Kemba Walker per Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN. The Celtics are trading Kemba Walker, the 16th overall pick in the 2021 draft, and the 20 and, and a 2025 second round draft pick to Oklahoma City for Al Horford. Moses Brown in a 2023 second round pick in your opinion, Jay, um, as you are um, the, the basketball savant on this, on the show. And I'm not going to wade into this because I don't NBA contracts are so tough because the, the money has to match. Um, it's not like, you know, the, 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 an NBA or MLB or, uh, uh, football pick, uh, trade where they can just trade whatever they want, regardless of contracts, contract salaries. A, is this a fair value or did the Celtics have to give up, you know, that first round pick just to someone to take on that contract? Was that first round pick always on the table? It had to be. I mean, you had Al Horford coming in. And it, let's first let's start here. Both top two shittiest contracts in the league got just got traded, so that's yeah, that's a fact. They're the two shittiest contracts. One Kemba Walker's thirty two or thirty one, thirty two, thirty two years. Yeah, and and Horford's thirty five, and they're both guys are expiring probably around the same time. And the the good the good value for the Celtics pickup, and that's why the sixteen pick had to go was like you said the match contracts um was you know Kemba was 36 on the books 36 million uh, Horford's 27 million on the books so a 16th pick can't be more than 5 million so it's and and Moses Brown's 1.7 so if you if you look at the benefit there's still money's to be had on the Celtics we still have that 11 million dollar trade exception and we we gained another 10 so there's probably maybe not 10 7 so in the long run we still have 18 million dollars available to go to free agency this year and pick up a pick so to me we're playing for now brad brad stevens is 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 being his first transaction it's super because we're actually doing something and we kept smart. Um, 
you know, maybe is there another trade down the line where Smart goes and we still have 18 million, we can still absorb another veteran that is 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 going to help produce. But if you look at the free agency list, it's it's not terrible. Now it's just trying to find our best fit. So Evan Fournier is his minutes now going to increase at a guard position and we still have no back end off the bench mm-hmm. for some scoring. So that thus we need now another scoring wing uh or forward type to alleviate some Tatum and Brown lapses where they're on they're resting or not on the floor at the same time. Uh is that where they're going to go is fill a, a swing position, a scoring swing position on the bench or is it another guard? Do we need now a 15 and 8 guard? But to me that's Fournier. So we already got the guy on the team. So and he's got length. He's six foot seven. So now you're going to have. But the crazy thing, and I digress, is that we gained Moses Brown at seven foot two, Horford six ten. We already have Robert Williams at six ten. We have Taco Fall, which is probably not going to be on the team next year. And Cornette, who's seven foot tall. What the hell? We're going like in an opposite direction where we're not playing small ball. We're actually getting bigger. Um,. I'm not. I'm not really sure about what the plan is. There, we're 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 gaining a lot of height for not spacing. So I'm trying to figure out what that's all about. Is it rim protection? Yeah, rebounds, stuff like that. Well, I was interesting that this trade happened before they have a coach. Like I would think they would want to get a coach in there first. You know, I, I knew Brad Stevens, who was the coach. Like I'm not going to take that away from Brad Stevens because he knows what the team needs, the team lacks than going into that management position, you know, but I'm surprised that like, I thought the coach would be the priority unless this deal kind of fell into their lap or maybe Oklahoma reached out to them being like, Hey, you know, what do you want? Like, well, I, I, and I, and I believe that the coaching stall is because there are still eight teams left. So there's vacancies still to be had two days ago, Rick Carlisle stepped down. So now we're in competition with Portland, Dallas for a top coach. So all those people thought Chauncey, all these great coaches that everyone's throwing out. I'm like, you. So Boston's a better product. Boston's a better solution or a better. Uh, I think I, I think Dallas right now is the best coaching. Correct. That can so that's why it's like that's why they haven't made a decision yet because maybe they were ready to make an offer to somebody and then Dallas opened up. That that was pulled, hundred percent. So they can't do anything yet because. If Milwaukee gets loses, that coach is going to get fired too. Boonhauser, he's going to be gone because mm-hmm. he can't he can't get past. They have one of the best teams in the East, and they can't get out of. They can't even get to the uh, Eastern Conference Finals. So he's fired. That's another destination for the next guy. So guess what, Boston? We're going to have to wait it out. You're not a premier market. I don't care what anyone says. These other markets are better. They have actual, you know, just as much talent and better teams. So um, we're up against that. And that's why a decision has been made because we are trying to get that big fish and all these other teams are popping up. So your offers aren't good enough. So yeah, that's, that's really what it is. Like you're offering, whatever you're offering to these coaches, they're not signing it yet because everyone's holding off. Because I guarantee there's going to be two more vacancies, or at least one, in Milwaukee. Now, the other one, I'd be shocked, but not surprised, if Doc Rivers gets fired, if Atlanta beats him. Because Doc Rivers sucks as a coach. <laughs> he, he always has, so I really don't care. And uh, that, there's another vacancy. Well, what, Because what, what, Doc what was, Rivers, is, if he I loses saw. to Atlanta, he should be fired. Well, what was the stat I saw about Doc Rivers? It was like Doc Rivers has mo- more double digit blown leads in the last five years than any coach. And they're all in the playoffs. And he has the most catastrophic, like collapses. Up, yeah. Collapses up three, one collapses in NBA history. So he's, he, he's not a good coach. Everybody never was everyone. You know, he was not the reason why we won here. So that, that it, he was just a, he was just a guy on the bench at that time. So turn on the gym lights and roll the basketballs. Yeah, yeah, your team was good enough back then. Um, 
So that's why I said there's still at least, in my opinion, two more vacancies that are better destinations, better teams, better situations. So we're not going to know this answer unless we do make an offer to a guy, an assistant. Like I said, Adrian Griffith, who nobody's maybe is looking at. And then, hey, if you want to actually get a coach and start making decisions now ahead of all these other uh, teams that are looking for coaches, you know, offer to the guy that's maybe underqualified and let him and let him you know, work with the team that's in front of them because you do have Brad Stevens who has a way better working knowledge than Danny Ainge did at an operations well, positions of the team. Well, did you hear, and this is, you know, third party, I, you know, I heard, I heard it uh, this morning on TNR uh, and then also um, Pat, uh, Patsy kind of, he, he's the one who notified me of the trade uh, and said, said, uh, and they, they mentioned on TNR, Touch and Rich on 985, uh, Dallas is inquiring about Brad Stevens. For coaching? Uh, for coaching. The coach, huh. the, the the Mavericks. Um, what would that mean? A, I, I, how does that work in the, in, the, in the front office situation? I think he would just quit. I think he would be like, I think Mark Cuman would have to buy him out. But I, if Mark Cuman wants him, he's going to get him. Yeah, it's not like a player, right? So you can't trade like, him. He's not a coach anymore. You can't trade yeah. him as he's not a so coach. That'd be very. So it's just dumping a whole ton of money in front of him and being like, "Come on, go ahead and burn your bridge at Boston and and." Uh, come but if you Dallas. were, I mean, if you were Brad Stevens and you're looking at the landscape, you know, you you're with the Celtics for at least five more years because you have that five year left on your contract. Mark Cuban says, "Hey, I want you to coach my team." You know, we feel that you're you're the missing link to get us over that hump because we can't get past the first round, um, or second round. You know, whatever you want, I'm going to pay you. And if I'm Brad Stevens, what do you do? Do you go to Dallas or you stay in Boston? Because now the buck squarely falls on Brad Stevens moving forward. Like he now becomes like because now he's buying the groceries. He's not he's not cooking anymore. So. Um, what would you do? Uh, all right. So if I, so if I'm Brad Stevens or what do if you mean? you're Brad Stevens and Mark Cuban calls you up being like, Hey, I want you to, he- I want you to be the coach of the Mavericks. I'm going to pay whatever I need to get you over here, either buying out the rest of your contract or working something out with the Celtics on some compensate compensatory package. Would you, you know, the decision's yours, basically. Just let me know yes or no. And, right. and if it's well, yes, I'm gonna work I'm gonna do whatever I can to get you. I would say no, based on the fact that whatever you're you're like Tatum, at least you locked him into the extension. So there's actual sustainability in Boston for the in for the next three years. There isn't that in Dallas for Luca. Luca can still leave and turn down a supermax. He is not guaranteed in Dallas. He has not signed an extension, and the rest of that team is dog shit. So why would you want that? He's coaching again, which he said he he, he likes doing. But it, it's it's so right. So if he wants to coach again, if Dallas is where you're going, Luca leaves. He's just going to rebuild Dallas. I guess you know Dallas is a fantastic city, much better than Boston. So, uh, if 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 that's what he wants to go after, then 100. percent But if you're looking at teams and future landscapes, Luca is a huge kingpin of that. Um, you're you're re- literally relying on your future there, because remember Rick Carlisle has been there since 08. They don't you know like he has been a mainstay there for 13 seasons. Yeah. So, it's it's uh, and they've already won a championship with them. Dirk's gone. You know, I don't. It's their best years. Either does that sound like, like I said, Celtics it all team? depends on Luca. Does or, that sound like the Celtics too? No, because we I know Brown and, and Tatum are locked. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm saying I'm, I mean you just said Rick Carler won a championship. He's been there for a bunch of years. Didn't Brad come replace Doc after winning a championship and being there multiple years and helping to rebuild
if I was Stevens, uh, in my mind, I would say, yeah, we can guarantee Luca staying. You get that signed extension. Yeah, that sounds like a fantastic destination. But if you don't, and, 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 and that's what I'm saying, like I said, yeah, hundred percent because Porzingis is a is a shell of himself, and he's never going to be what he was in, with the Knicks. Yeah, name, name the next three or four guys on that team. You can't exactly one hundred percent. That's I why, why it, it it it's not actually as good. and and the West. If you look at the landscape, you're you're not you're 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 pretty much screwed. I have a feeling that because of how that team is already built and Rick Carlisle has seen it in front of him, he's like, this This was my kind of like what Celtics fans might refer to as last year as being the, the missed opportunity. I think Dallas was right there. This was yeah. it because LeBron was hurt. You were, you know, in the playoffs, you had a chance. You, you played awesome, made it to a game seven, you lost. Like you, you're making those small growths. But uh, if you look at the landscape of the rest of your team, it's like, it's terrible. It's not great. They've traded a lot away. Not a lot of money left. Pazingas is, like you said, well, he was a one that I thought would have been a destination for us to, to swap Kemba because he had to match those contracts, um, like you mentioned. But, uh, yeah, so but if, you, if you're looking at Dallas and you want to regrow and just be back into coaching, I agree with you 100%. Yeah, he'll take the job because he wants to coach and rather be an ops manager or, or operations in, in, yeah. in uh, front office. Okay, but uh, as far as team outlook, I wouldn't. As a coach, I'd I'd I'd, I'd look at the destination and be like, man, everything's riding on Luca, which yeah. de- which is a good thing because they have history where they kept Dirk. So it's like you'd like to think, but the way the players are, it doesn't matter. You can. Th- you can only throw so much of the super max. There's only one number to get to. Yeah. And guess what? Other teams will also have that number. Uh, but are they better positioned to have other ammunition behind them? Yeah, but, like but Dallas can add but Dallas City. can <laughs> but Dallas can also add that fifth year or sixth year, right? That's what they can Yes, they can still have the extension, which then if if, if that's the case, but he hasn't done it yet. He's I mean year three just ended. So Yeah, we'll see. So that would be this year he would get the extended to, to get to seven, which everyone, yeah, I mean, which everyone does. I mean, I think it's like an eighty percent. If you're a superstar, you kind of stay because you that. want that extra. And, you want those extra years. Yeah, and then once you're, that gets him to only like twenty five, twenty six years old, which is just oh, yeah. mind boggling to make his super max because that's what we're up against too with Tatum. So yeah, and Tatum okay, I'm, not, I'm, is not guaranteed here. Yeah, no, I, I don't think he is. No, uh, but yeah, no, I was just curious. Like I said, you know, l- 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 cool Celtics news have been breaking, and especially this morning, as that news actually broke this morning, so I can actually get your initial reactions and stuff on it. That that rarely happens on the show when we do a record because you know for a fact we record on Monday. This news would have still dropped today, and then we had to wait a couple weeks for, or you could just pop on and do your own thing. But like, I'm glad that kind of to get your initial take on it. So. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. It's it's actually not that initial shock because it's I've heard that in the, in 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 banter for about a month or two so it's not that to me it was either that Pazinga like I knew there was only a few trades that could happen that was one of them so it's so to me it's like a reactionary is just oh wow we still have eighteen million dollars left and what are we gonna do with it I'm already looking at yeah. the next pick like as far as like uh, Moses Brown was part of the package which was like okay that's pretty cool he's seven foot two he's twenty two years old. Uh, you know, I think he played like 18 minutes on average of his last two seasons, and he's like an eight and eight guy. So I'm like, holy crap! Like this, this guy's a player. He went to UCLA, so I like the idea. But to me, it's like, all right, a four, four inch taller Robert Williams. Yeah, he'll take it. Okay, (laughs) like he can't shoot, but that's why Horford can. Yeah. So that's why I'm like, so Horford will be able to stretch, which is great. Uh, Moses will will clean up the glass. Uh, So I guess the other indicating factors here is like maybe Robert Williams isn't long for this team either. Because this guy, Moses, might be a younger, better option. And and he's only 1.7 million. So um, he's got the same monies as uh, Robert. So Yeah, maybe that's what it is. Maybe they saw enough of the Time Lord. Possibly, and and he could be a great trade package, uh, to to for, for another for another guy. But uh, now I'm curious to see what the free free agent market is going to look like. Is it is it a swing position forward to score off the bench to help 
Brown and Tatum, or is it going to be another guard to kind of fill some of that Kemba space? Yeah. I don't know if the guys on the team is that guy. Cause I mean, you're thinking now it's Evan Fournier, Marcus Smart and Pritchard. Oh, we've seen that, right? <laughs> well, towards the later part of the season, we've seen that in action and it wasn't awesome when, when Brown, when he was out. So it's like, I feel like we need another piece. And I think 18 million is plenty to get another piece. Oh yeah. So 100%. we're getting another all-star in my opinion, some, somewhere. So as one season ends, we look forward to another season upon us on the horizon. Patriots are finishing up or finished up Patriots uh, mandatory mini camps this past week. Um, so we're going to kind of dive into the schedule a little bit and the schedule released about a month ago. Cause we're right on top of, you know, those breaking stories. Um, so we're going to break down the schedule coming up as well as uh, just kind of some mini camp news that's come out. Um, you know, uh, I, I don't know if you, you, you've heard this, but Cam Newton did come back and did participate in minicamp this, this, this past week. He said he looks good. He feels good. The, the injury to his hand wasn't anything major. Um, but it was interesting that they said is when Cam was out, Stidham looked fantastic in minicamp. And he was getting a lot of the number one reps when Cam was out. Do you read into this that, Mac, we're not going to see Mac Jones at all this year. That he's just going to be a red redshirted rookie, and it's going to be Cam and Stidham again as your one two off the bench. Yeah, indications are kind of pointing that direction. I mean, I, I guess I'm not going to add too much to that. Um, but I, you know, I, I'd have to. I would have hoped well, that at some point Cam, or I'm sorry, Mac would would get some opportunities, but. I'm okay that he doesn't. I'm okay with him sitting out a year. So to me, or do you think it's going to be Stenham and Jones for the backup position? That's going to be the big training camp battle in the quarterback room. Yeah, which you know, I guess you would think, right? Stenham would have a leg up with the playbook and 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 working knowledge of things, being a professional, you know, and one's a rookie. But man, Max really got to come out guns a blazing with his talent in his in his in his brain uh which are all indications if you can beat stidham based on pure talent and your knowledge out what you know belichick too is now the yeah uh and he does get this get the step in there as a as a backup then you then we won that that pick and we're, we're in my opinion, with not even seeing him touch a ball yet and just relying on some of that, I would say this, this, this guy's our future and I can't wait. It's just, it's just, I'll wait a year, but I, I just, I want to see that confidence. I want him to win the backup position, but I don't want to see him on the field. That's my heart of hearts. Well, it was interesting because I know one of the the narratives, you know, Tommy Curran and a bunch of other Patriots reporters um, have been saying the same thing is, you know, Belichick is trying to protect Jones from starting a little bit and putting a little bit on cam because of who they're playing this year, who's coming back to Gillette um, in that comparison between Mac Jones and Tom Brady, um, because everybody knew that cam was never going to be the quarterback of the future, that he definitely was a bridge quarterback, but now Mac Jones is being heralded as the next guy. You know, and you know they you don't want to put up you don't want to put him up in week four against Tom Brady <laughs> in his return to Gillette and like oh man and I I'd love to hear the sports talk at that point if that was act, like Cam actually goes down on like a high ankle sprain and he can't play or, or breaks it up whatever something bad happens and now it, if I was Belichick I'd be like we're punting on this game Stidham you're starting. <laughs> Like yeah, I, exactly. I don't want to see it because guess what? Tampa Bay's defense is fucking legit. Like, why would you, uh, you know, you, ah, oh, man, the narr- the story there would be crazy, and I, I just be like, I mean, the story, oh the story is regardless. I've started listening to the 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 book on tape Dynasty about the Patriots Dynasty on uh, mm-hmm. Audible. Holy crap, dude! It's awesome. It's like really, really good. Um, I was kind of it's like twenty five hours who long. Wrote it? Um, it's some, it's some writer that it was like, who's been working on the book for like years. Um, oh, is he like know. a Boston globe guy? Is he from Boston or is he just I, like a little, like, 
total outside, no, outside looking Jeff, in. Jeff Jeff Benedict wrote it. Huh. Yeah, name does not ring a bell at all in the Boston. Yeah, so mind. I'm, and that's why I kind of Jeff Benedict. How do you spell Benedict? B E N E. Jeff Benedict uh, is a American author, specialized features with Sports Illustrated. He wrote a book on Tiger Woods. Oh, shoot. Tiger? Like the one that was actually kind of negative against him? Yeah, Tiger. It was called Tiger Woods. Yeah. Ooh, that I've heard. I, wow. This this guy's a... This guy knows what he's doing, man. Yeah. So 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 he, uh, he uh, you know, in the first, the first chapter is about the last year and them getting Antonio Brown. And it's like really, really good. Um so I'm right now they're going through like Robert Kraft and him buying the team and stuff like that. But uh, it's very interesting uh, with that. So, but, I mean, that's the narrative already week four narrative is he's coming back to Patriot to Gillette as a world champion one year removed from being with the Patriots. That's, that's going to be the narrative and where the new England was. Yeah. So, but with that in mind, what we're going to do is you guys can't see this, but Jay will shortly is we're going to go break down the schedule. And guess what, all you listeners? I have not looked one bit at this schedule. And furthermore, James is 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 giving me knowledge about all the Patriots stuff in minicamp because that is so far from my brain. <laughs> <laughs> this is all this is all going to be in real time, ladies and gentlemen, because you know it it is not football season in my mind. It it, it is basketball season. <laughs> so, yeah, oh, Patriots wow. are out. This. I transfer right into Red Sox and Patriots. So here is your schedule, your 2021 schedule. 17 games over 18 weeks. God, that sounds weird. So, um, sounds great. I, can, yeah, do you, does everything look good? Can you see everything? Look good? Awesome. I can. Cool. No, everything looks great. Yep. All right. So, some of the no, things. No, no, wait. Have, hold on. I still see your face. So, can you put a bag on, on it or something? A Bruins oh, bag would be great. A, wow. Bruins, a Bruins bag would be awesome. Wow. Hey, at least the Bruins go farther than the playoffs than the Celtics. Um, <laughs> doesn't mean a goddamn thing. <laughs> but neither, but neither team could beat the New York team. So just saying. <laughs> um. So yeah. So looking at the schedule, the big thing that you know, if you, you do a quick price, they only have three prime time games. Mm. They have Tampa Bay on Sunday night. They have a Monday night at Buffalo, and then they have the Thursday night at Atlanta. So, um. Kind of, you know, you're looking over this quickly. You know, what do you think? What do you see? Any interesting matchups do you see on here that, you know, could be good? I mean, the big game on the calendar is week four. Tampa, Tampa Bay comes back, comes to Gillette. It's the it's the Sunday night game, which everybody is shocked that that's the, yeah, I mean, come on. Like, are you really shocked that it's a Sunday night game? Uh, his coming back to Gillette. And those tickets are running about $15,000 mm-hmm. for tickets to that game. <laughs> So, so James, as, as I'm, my, my, I'm asking you as just a fan to a fan, how much do you care about it? Other than what the media is trying to shove down your throat. Um, I'm, I'm always, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's a, I think it's gonna be a really good game. Um, I know initially, and this goes back to last year in the off season is Brady was kind of trying to avoid, and this is what you heard through leaks and whispers and camps and stuff like that, that he was actually looking, not looking for a team that played the Patriots early on. That's why they said a lot of like West coast teams, you know, that we're going to avoid um, the Patriots swing, you know, when, when they do the schedule and stuff like that, you know, that was all debunked. You know, I'm very interested to see what Belichick has cooked for him. I know our defense blows. Um, hopefully it'll be better now with some of the additions they have on the defensive like line and linebacker core to see if they can kind of get a little bit more of a pass rush. Um, I'm like I said, I'm curious to see Brady versus Belichick. You know, you you've never had it before. You know, who, you know, can Belichick show Tom something that he's never seen before? So, you know, for me, that's why I'm, you know, that's why I'm curious. And I'm also curious on the fan reaction. Like, you know, if 
if you know Tom's going to get cheered, you know, you know that. And there's a chance too, if you time, if you do it out, that Tom Brady could break the all-time passing record during Week Four. Yeah, yardage. In Gillette. Yeah. Yardage. Okay. Yep, yardage. Um, because uh, now that Drew Brees is retired, that number is now a locked number. Like he can now, you know, pass it. But you think Foxborough is going to announce that? That. What do you think? You think Bill's going to let that up on the screen? No. Why? But again, it's Robert Kraft too, being like he has twenty years with the Patriots, like fifty thousand, like a shit ton well, of those yards the, were in the, this building. So that I mean, I, that's like a strong tell sign right there that they're just the tails between their legs as a Patriots organization. In my uh, opinion, uh, you, you don't say a damn thing and you just let the game keep going. Uh, you know, you don't. It's like when LeBron did it on the basketball front when he passed Kobe Bryant in, in LA as an LA Laker and uh, nobody gave a shit. <laughs> so yeah. that to me, that's, that's exactly what should happen. That's, that's how sports should go. Sorry. I'm no, not we'll see, like it. I said, um, but like I said, I think they timed out. He needs 12,000 yards or so or 1200 yards or so. And if he, you know, does 300 plus yards a game, which he's been averaging, it's going to be broken in July. Mm-hmm. Um, but too, it's like, you look at that too. And you look at even week four as the game, do you think that's early? Is it too early? Is it, were you surprised that it was that like, did you think it was going to be later in the season when like the games mattered a little bit more? Or do you think it's because there's a strong possibility looking at this record that the Patriots could be three and one or two and one, or possibly three and oh, you know, um, you know, or two and one instead of getting them at the end of the year where they could be a losing record and out of the playoffs. So the game really doesn't mean anything. Uh, I, I guess, I don't know. That That's, that's a lot of information that I guess I don't care about, but in the long scheme of things, I love the October 3rd game early in the season. Sounds great. Cause you want to know what everyone's going to be fresh. Maybe what if Tommy boy gets hurt and we, you know, he comes all the way up here and he, and he's not playing, you know, cause he's still 48 years old or whatever the hell he is. So <laughs> it, 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 I I'm, I'm actually, I want this to happen. And I think so does the world. So make sure that they're healthy and I, it, this needs to happen. Like, so I, it should have been game one in my opinion to avoid all that. In my opinion, <laughs> the Patriots in Tampa Bay, when they raised the banner, that would have been a fucking, no, 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 no. Cause they're going, aren't, aren't they playing in Gillette? You said, yeah, but I'm saying like week one is what is the Tampa. Well, you, you know what banner. I meant? Like yeah, yeah. I wanted it like, like week two, week two. Fine. <laughs> Just, I want it to be no issues with, injuries or anything like that that's so that's why like first month of the season get it over with yeah let's let's get on and and like you said there's no impact if even if we're two and two you know or or one and three there's still plenty no plenty left in the season to uh playoffs yeah yeah we i mean after that game if we're two and two that's that's a win for the patriots but we're gonna go through the schedule right now i'm gonna get your initial win loss you know see we have so week one Miami, it's a four. It's the national national CBS game uh, at Gillette Patriots. Miami win loss. Uh, Patriots Patriots win. Okay. Uh, at the New York Jets, week Patriots two. win. Okay, versus New Orleans at Gillette. Patriots win. Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay wins. Okay. Uh, at Houston, Patriots win. Uh, home Dallas. Oh man, uh, Dallas wins. Okay, home Jets. We win. Uh, Patriots. Ho- uh, uh, away Chargers. Chargers win. Away Carolina. Hmm. So what just happened? So, um, so at the eight at the week eight mark, they are one, two, three, four, five. They're five and three. Five and three. Uh, so Carolina, they still got a great running back. Defense is getting better. New second year coach and Sam rookie Darnold quarterback. Um, it's Sam yeah, Darnold I, or the rookie? What was that? It's Sam Darnold or the rookie? Yeah, who'd they draft? 
Was it a big name guy? Yeah, I thought it was. It wasn't Fields. No. Mac, not Mac Jones. It was one of those like top five quarterbacks. Were they ahead of us or behind us? Ahead of us. Oh God. Um. Sorry, this sucks. Uh. Anyway, I I I guess that's a lot of information there. Um. We win because maybe the rookie's starting and Belichick eats them for lunch. So. Anyway, move on. Uh, they drafted. Uh. Oh, never mind. They drafted uh a cornerback. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So they're, they're they're investing in Sam Darnold. So, okay. uh, I still think so, Belichick will will. That's fine. I, that's I win. I'm not impressed by Carolina. Okay. Uh, uh, home Cleveland. Cleveland wins. Away Atlanta. <sighs> New coach. Still got Mike Ryan. No Julio. Uh Patriots win. Home Tennessee. Tennessee wins. I'm surprised that's a one o'clock game. I thought that would be like a nationally televised game. Uh, November 28th, that, that's Thanksgiving weekend. So there's not a lot of games played that day because there's three on Thursday. So yeah, I think everyone plays kind of early, right? I think there's only one. Yeah, I don't, I, I, I guess it makes sense. If they don't get the Thursday game, who gives you, you know, Sunday's yeah. not that spectacular. All right. And then uh, Monday night at Buffalo. Buffalo wins. Buffalo is going to sweep. By the way, that they're a better team. Okay. Sorry. Then you have your a late buy. I think this is the one of the late one of the latest buys they have. And then fifteen at Indianapolis. Uh, Indianapolis wins. Versus home Buffalo, you said loss, right? Yep. Home Jacksonville. They win. Pats or Jacksonville. Jackson. Ah, uh, sorry, Pats. Yikes. Yeah. And uh, at Miami. Uh, Miami wins. Okay. Because that always happens. <laughs> so. Okay. So. Eleven and six. Nine and eight. Ooh. You have them winning five. They you have them losing five games in a row. I do. Buffalo, Indy. Oh, Tennessee, Tennessee Buffalo, Buffalo, Indy, Indy Buffalo. Buffalo. Four. Yep. If, yeah, you have four, you have four losses in a row. After after the midway point in the season, which is week nine, so one, two, three, four, five, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. At the midway, you have them at six and three, and then you have them going three and five to end the rest of the season. Yeah, well, look at. I- Look at the screens left to right, man. Right, right is way better. I mean, look at all oh the- yeah, they, 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 they gotta they gotta win a lot of those games in the first like to build up that that win total. Um, yeah, yeah, I you know. I mean, I have, and, like, I, and I thought I was seven. being generous starting three and zero against Tampa. Like yeah. to be honest with I, you, so I mean, I have them at ten and seven. I, I give them, I'm giving them one more win. I have them. I have them. Um, uh, I have them beating um, Indianapolis. I mean, legitimately, I have them beating Indianapolis. Um, that's it. Because so you do have them splitting Miami and losing both to Buffalo. Oh, God, yeah, that's Miami. They never win in Miami. Uh, I mean, it, it's pretty close. Like I said, I mean, I, I can see them going two and one, you know, dropping a game against New Orleans. Um, you know, who knows? Because they might be looking at Tampa Bay the following week. Uh, you know, it's going to be a very interesting season of keeping the Patriots focused. Um, you know, and then the, you know, we'll see. Is that going to be enough to be a wild card? Is that going to be enough to compete for the division? Um, we'll see. Uh, I mean, I mean, that's why we're going to have our awesome um, NFL preview coming up in August. Yeah, um, which, 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 which I might clean up again. This was first stab looking at a yeah. schedule, not knowing anything. So in in June. June, I have nine and eight. By the season rolls around, I guarantee I'm going to have them eleven and eleven and six. Yeah, I, like I said, I'm going to flip, j- 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 flip yeah. through those with losses. Yeah, and because you, uh, there's something about Dallas coming here. I don't know who Dallas is playing ahead. Injuries could happen. You know, things could happen uh, that I'm not even forecasting. I'm literally looking at a team, looking at it from last year, kind of where they ended up. I'm not really 
weighing in draft picks or anything anything crazy. It's literally looking at the names, pedigree, uh, who who's on the coaching staff, new coach, old coach. I don't know. Tennessee got better with Julio. They're a good team anyway. I, you know, there's 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 a couple teams where you know I'm already looking at it like Dallas. You know that could change because I think you're 100 right where. They re- that that left side of that schedule or the early the first half of the schedule, they could come out what seven and two, seven and two. Or I can see them eight, going eight and two, eight and one. I'm sorry, <laughs> nine game, uh, six and two. Yeah, that would be great three. if they if they can do something like that. Then yeah, you you get to ten to eleven. I think I think momentum also is going to help. When yeah, I mean, those I, four games in a row that 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 does sound right, though, doesn't it? Oh, <laughs> so it does, yeah. So that so that the whole Boston media could just like have something to talk about. <laughs> so 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 and here and then another another interesting. Oh yeah, because especially that Houston game, like it, who's who's their quarterback? Like who's Houston's quarterback? Stuff like yeah, that. Right. You're right. Is just like you just don't know. Oh, Houston. So, yeah, Houston's. They lost Will Fuller. Man, that team is off. That team should just it, – it, they're going to be the worst team in the NFL next year. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, but, no, I, I, I think the consensus is that week four game is a loss. It, it, like, if, if somehow the Patriots beat Tampa Bay, that would be epic. That would be so monstrous of a momentum for the Patriots, I would think. And if they're good, they would ride it a little bit. But, uh, but, but you know. If that happens, Brady didn't play. Sorry, like Brady didn't play, and that that's or he or it's going to come out that he's injured or yeah. something happened. Yeah, but what, well, also Tennessee, don't forget, got AJ Green too. The washed up remains of AJ Green. Oh, really? Yep. Wow, Tannehill has all these weapons, huh? And, and he a can't running though. game. Yeah, <laughs> But it's like, who's there? I mean, I think I, I I always thought Tennessee predicated themselves pretty highly on defense, but it's like. No, it's the ground and pound with Derrick Henry. I think they're changing it. But, I mean, I'm just talking in in the past of their pedigree and and Vrabel, and I'm like, man, they've really turned into an offensive juggernaut. Yeah, and like I said, I think – and I I think Jacksonville is going to give everybody a little bit of a startle. I mean, I don't don't think they're going to win more than five or six games, but I I wouldn't be surprised if they – you know, Jacksonville splits with Tennessee or, like, something random happens with that team. You know, anything can happen with a new coach, new manager, or, you know, they've stocked up a little bit. They had a very good draft as well, um, right. you know, utilizing their picks. But we'll do more detail when we get into the our yeah. NFL preview. Be a fun show. So, yeah. Yep. So um, with that, guys, uh, this is the last show for me for a little while. My my daughter will be born within the next four days. Yeah. Um, regardless of if it's scheduled no, or it's, we yeah, actually go to the hospital. Either it happens early or it happens in four days, right? Exactly. So with that, you know, I'll be out of the out of the chair for a little while. I know Jay has some awesome ideas and shows on tap uh, coming up, uh, probably starting next week as this show will drop um this weekend so probably end of next week hopefully you'll throw another show up or if anything maybe we'll do a greatest hits um show and talk about one of our older episodes um but with that guys i want to thank you um all for listening um drastically you know i look forward to coming back in a couple weeks once everything kind of calms down in the house and you know by then the playoffs will be over uh for both yeah, nhl yeah, and more, NBA. like what almost midway through baseball season yeah, I mean, yeah, the All Star Game is in the middle of July. I think that's probably when I'm going to come back in the middle of July. That sounds like a good, yeah, good like put that. Who on knows? The maybe we'll be in the same room at the same time again, recording. Um, who knows? We'll see. Um, I'm probably going to end up seeing Jay maybe over the Fourth of July holiday. Who knows? Um, but you know, with that, guys, um, Jay, you know the question I'm going to ask you, and, and and you know the response I'm going to give you. That is right, ladies and gentlemen. Go have some Deadly Grounds coffee. The hol- the, the, the the holidays are near. The holidays are near. Um, hey, you know now- what? Let's 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 be honest. Father's Day is around the corner, everybody. And if you're late, you know, and, and you got a father that a father-in-law, a father that's nearby who loves a great cup of coffee. I mean, Jesus, this go. is a phone call or a click away uh, on the old Google machine. You got the old Google machine, old man. Old man Jay over here. Yeah, all the Google machine that we have when you get all the the facey books and and the, and the Amazons. 
Uh, that is right. And I think they do gift cards too. So you can definitely, you know, if you're, if you're scrambling, you can probably get a digital gift card through them, but check them out. Get deadly.com. They are official proud sponsor of it's go time with Jay and James. I know that me and Jay have been trying to get some additional, uh, sponsorships coming in the near future, hopefully, you know, reaching out. So any of our listeners, if you own a business, small business, whatever, um, and you want to shout out, definitely reach out to one of us. Um, you know, we'll definitely name drop you. No problem. You don't have to give us money, but you know, booze and coffee are pretty good as well. Um, <laughs> yeah, just give it uh, or your services. Exactly. <laughs> you know, whatever, whatever that um, may be. I'll take so, we, to, to so if you're interested in being a one of our sponsors, definitely reach out to our email address, which is what exactly again? Would you ask the email address? Yeah, what is it? It's it's go time pod at gmail.com. That is correct. And then at it's go time podcast on Instagram and on all Instagram. those fun places. Yeah. So Jay is Jay's been our social media guy uh, for the for half of it. We split it 50 50. Um, we have been putting up some cool like audio video things. Um, if that's something you guys like as little previews, let us know. We'll keep throwing those up there. Um, but you know, we yeah, want to hear from you guys. really good for that. You know, Instagram's more just the tiles and, and just, uh, kind of want to show drops. Just, you know, we have a lot of good subscribers out there, uh, who are pretty loyal listeners anyway. So uh, please share us, you know, you know, talk about it with your friends or whatever, especially in this area. I mean, we talk a lot of local stuff, Red Sox, you know, like, uh, Red Sox, uh, the Bruins, Patriots and uh, Celtics. So we, we try to kind of stay in this, in this realm a little bit. Um, but, uh, you know, maybe like when James goes away, I, I think I'm still going to follow up on some of the NBA action that's happening in, because I, I, like I mentioned or alluded to earlier in the show, guys, I mean, a lot, a lot is going to happen and shake out. And uh, I think vacancies are going to happen. And, which which literally leads a path back to the Celtics because you know we're all curious to figure out who that new coach will be. So definitely, NJ. What's the other show that you do um, every couple of weeks? Uh, yeah, every week we do we do a podcast. It's called the, the Real Thrills R E E L, like a real film. Uh, the Real Thrills podcast. Uh, it's with myself and a friend of mine, Eric. Um, yeah, we just we. we we try to stick with the horror movie thriller genre. Um, we'll, we, I think we're always going to sprinkle in other movies as we go along, uh, but it's completely formatted. You can just follow along all the same segments all the time. We just, it's not just a review of the movie. It's literally coming at it like very jokingly and funny. And we try to add more uh, uh, information is already out there. It's already a click away if you really want to find it. So we're not, we're not here to give you that. We're actually here to like, remember that scene when that person fell? Like it was actually a shoe, not a rock. Like let's, let's, yeah. let's, let's laugh about that. Like it, it's literally in a lot of lighthearted in this and, and some of the feedback, Hey, every time we review a movie, they want to go see it because we just kind of highlight these funny aspects of the movie um, and how they, you know, you know, through our segments. So it's fun. There you go. So check that, check him out and his co-host as well. Uh, with that, ladies and gentlemen, you guys have a wonderful weekend. Enjoy the weather. I know up here in New England, it's been oh, beautiful. Um, so gonna we'll have a, it's just going to get hotter. Go down to the Cape, go down to the beach, do whatever you got to do with that. Ladies and gentlemen, have a wonderful week and we'll talk to you soon. Later guys. Right. Peace out.